0: Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to our first international recruitment podcast. Today, we will be discussing the process for recruiting individuals from overseas. My name is Adele Scott, and I'm the Senior Programme Officer for International Recruitment to NHS Employers. We are commissioned to provide organisations in the NHS with guidance when recruiting from overseas. Whilst NHS organisations are less reliant on overseas recruitment than they have been in previous years, occupational shortages do still exist on a local and national level. International recruitment forms an important part of the workforce supply strategy of NHS organisations, alongside many other solutions. I am here at King's College Hospital NHS Foundation Trust, with Peter Absalom, Associate Director of Workforce Resourcing and Matt Richard, Senior Nurse Leading on Nursing and Midwifery Recruitment, to share their employer experience of actively recruiting from outside of the UK. Good morning Peter, could you begin by telling us a little about your organisation and the population it serves?
1: Yes, I'm Peter Hampston, Associate Director of Workforce Resourcing here at King's College Hospital NHS uh, Foundation Trust, and I've been here for around uh, 12 uh, years. This has been a momentous year for King's College Hospital. We celebrated our 100 uh, years on this uh, site, and from the 1st of October we acquired uh, hospitals from South London Healthcare NHS Trust, which forms a new organisation of over 11,000 people, and this is... uh, serving the communities of Camberwell, Bromley and Albinton.
0: What does your role as Associate Director of Workforce Resourcing entail?
1: My role involves having the strategic lead within the uh, Trust. Um, That means that I advise on policies, procedures, legislation. I'm the expert's knowledge for the uh, Trust, for the Trust Board and for line managers and and, uh, to give them support in all of the uh, uh, resourcing and transactional activity that we do in our organisation.
0: So you've actively recruited from outside of the UK during the last 12 months. Can you tell us from where and to which staff groups?
1: Yes the, the largest campaigns we've had are within our nursing group And particularly we've had campaigns in the Philippines which have proved to be extremely successful. Whilst a lot of our answers will focus very much on Philippine recruitment because that's been our recent experience, hopefully the tips and advice that we give today can cover all international recruitment.
0: Thank you. Can you describe to our listeners what circumstances led to this recruitment?
1: In an organisation of our size we have a tremendous number of vacancies that we need to fill in any one year and unfortunately we're unable to fill all of those vacancies particularly in specialist roles from within the UK therefore international recruitment is actually critical in order for us to find the people to deliver the services that we need
0: Are you able to describe the initial steps and to what level there was board engagement in the process?
1: Well, the trust board are heavily engaged in the workforce strategy, and international recruitment forms a very important part of that. Where we go to international recruitment, it's to fill hard to fill vacancies, and they are quite specialist by their nature as well. The board are extremely keen on making sure that we have a very low. Uh, numbers of vacancies at any one uh, time because of the consequential effects on bank and agency spend. So international recruitment really does help in order to deliver good frontline services but also that financial impact of keeping bank and agency costs low.
0: We know some employers use recruitment agencies to assist with overseas recruitment. Did you enlist the help of an agency?
1: Yes, we use uh, an agency and their expertise is vital to this process.
0: And is this agency on the code of practice for international recruitment? Yes, they are. As well as the agency being on the code of practice, how did you assure yourselves that it would meet your needs both ethically and practically?
1: Well, we spend a lot of time talking to the agency, first of all it's all with the planning so long before we embark on an international recruitment campaign we make absolutely sure that the agency have a very good track record that they operate ethically and uh, and on the practical side that they have the resources in order to uh, manage the team that uh, will go out to the um, uh, countries where we're recruiting from and also have all the support for the candidates which they then bring uh, into the country.
0: Thank you. Good morning Matt, what does your role of senior nurse entail?
2: uh, My role as senior nurse for recruitment and retention is to set the strategy for the nursing and midwifery workforce for King's College Hospital, um, ensuring that our vacancy factor remains very low, um, ensuring that staff morale is high and limiting turnover as much as possible and supporting the uh, nurse line managers and heads of nursing Um, in their uh, recruitment activity, um, locally, nationally and um, uh, across the EU and abroad.
0: Was there much interest in the posts when you went out to advert?
2: Yes, um, the agency we used, um, they ran the marketing campaign for um, the exercise and uh, they were inundated with interests, Um, however due to the um, criteria that the nurses have to meet to gain uh, UK NMC registration. We certain, they were certainly able to get the populations needed for the specialties that we were looking for. And so they were marketing through national papers within the Philippines and using um, the, the internet as well to market the opportunities.
0: Was there a requirement to demonstrate the resident labour market test? And if so, what was that process?
2: Yes, it was essential that we could um, demonstrate a need for international recruitment. So we set an uh, annual uh, recruitment strategy which involves local recruitment, national recruitment and EU recruitment um, through uh, multiple recruitment campaigns, uh, focusing on these locations. Um, and only if we've exhausted um, the, those populations, uh, we, then we will go abroad. This includes campaigns that are advertised for at least four weeks or 28 days via NHS jobs and um, uh, paper media advertising.
0: Were you involved at all in the pre-employment check process?
2: From the very beginning of the process, uh, when working with the agency, uh, we set up um, an arrangement about who's doing what. Um, So the agency, whilst they undertake uh, a lot of the pre-employment checks, Uh, We work very closely with them uh, to ensure they do meet the NHS employment standards, uh, pre-employment checks and that we verify all those checks as well when they arrive in the UK.
0: Are you aware of our immigration quick guides or resources? Uh,
2: Yes, we do refer to them from time to time um, and we find them a very useful guide.
0: Have you experienced any challenges at all when recruiting from outside of the UK?
2: Yes, we have had um, some challenges in, in gaining nursing midwifery council decision letters, um due to um, uh, the NMC undertaking a local consultation. We've also struggled with identifying local accommodation for the new nurses uh, as well as um, supporting s- staff when, on their first arrival to minimise um, homesickness. Uh, as well as supporting staff to adapt to the local climate, uh, ensuring that if they arrive in winter, um, uh, they do bring the appropriate clothing, and ensuring uh, that they do have the right finances on their arrival as well, so they can afford the essentials.
0: What support induction do you have in place for overseas nationals once they are in the UK?
2: We work with uh, local housing associations to accommodate um, the nurses on, on arrival, um, as well as uh, approach private landlords um, as well. Um, we do this well in advance of our campaigns to make sure we set um, uh, the accommodations in place. Uh, we provide a community induction, meet and greet to the airport, community induction, where on arrival to the accommodation, um, our staff show the nurses around the local community, uh, churches, uh, shops, to ensure that they are supported in the local community and uh, financially we um, provide a 500 pound advance on their arrival uh, so that they can um, get the financial support initially to set themselves up in the UK. Following the community induction uh, we ensure the nurses are able to find the hospital on their first day so we do um, collect them from the accommodation and bring them to the hospital where they complete a corporate induction Uh, The following day, they attend mandatory training, which includes basic life support and manual handling, and then two days nursing induction, um, which is in the classroom. Then after that, they attend a clinical, local induction with their uh, clinical mentors.
0: What has the ability to recruit from outside of the UK meant for your organisation and the services that you provide?
2: It ensures that um, we have good, high-quality staff um, uh, who actually have and share the same values and passions that we have in delivering a good um, uh, patient service and, um, and patient experience.
0: What impact have your new recruits had?
2: Our overseas nurses have been able to provide the specialism that we haven't been able to um, gain locally, allowing us to provide that high calibre service.
1: Well, they've made a tremendous impact to patient care And also I think that they bring a real freshness that we enjoy from our local community. What these international recruits actually do is enhance the whole experience, both for staff and for patients. And it really allows us to understand the various uh, diversity groups that we have within our local community.
0: Do you have plans to actively recruit from outside of the UK in the next 12 months? And if so when where and why
1: we're developing plans for 2014 and in fact looking into 2015 as well in terms of where those countries actually may be the philippines will be amongst them but we're looking at other areas as well
0: and finally peter and matt what would be your three top tips for other employers considering active recruitment from outside of the uk
1: For me, I would say to plan well ahead. I think the attention to detail is critically important. Perhaps also to see things through the perspective of those that you're recruiting. And and this really is around the cultural change. It's identifying what the individual needs are in coming to work in a country very, very far away and with all the challenges that that brings and seeing things from their perspective.
0: Thank you. Matt? Matt?
2: For me it's knowing what you want and need for your service well in advance and ensuring the agency that you work with understand that so they can meet your expectations. Work very closely with the agency throughout the whole process. Communicate on a regular basis to ensure nothing is left out. finally. I work very closely with the nurses from the, from the time you're you are in the Philippines, or you are abroad, so they understand and they see a face of the organisation, right through to when you meet the nurses for the first time, uh, when they enter the country, and keep in contact with them throughout their employment.
0: Thank you both for sharing your international recruitment experiences with us today. If any of our listeners would like to find out more about recruiting from overseas, please visit the International Recruitment section of our website. Here you can find information on the latest immigration rules, government policy and tools and resources. You can also read detailed information on the UK Code of Practice for International Recruitment, which details guiding principles which employers are strongly encouraged to follow when recruiting from overseas or using an agency in the process. Remember, if you are experiencing occupational shortages, overseas recruitment is a legitimate option available alongside many other solutions as part of your workforce supply strategy. We have a variety of tools and resources designed to help employers recruit and sustain their workforce. Thank you for listening. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this NHS Employers Podcast. For all the latest NHS HR workforce information, visit www.nhsemployers.org